This is the Prather Point. No matter where you live, no matter how long you've been there, someone else came there first. Before you, to the place where you now play, live, and sleep soundly. But they did not play, they patrolled. They did not sleep, they stood watch. And often, in doing their duty, they did not live to complete it. They paid the price in blood for you so that you could play, live, and sleep there. No matter what you believe or don't, this is the hard, irrefutable truth. It has always been thus, and it will always be. Someone first must secure the ground, hold the line, make it safe for all others. Now, where there are many, and it is safe, there were few, and it was dangerous. Down through the ages, this one changeless fact remains. First came the warrior. I'm a retired soldier, DIA intelligence collector, and ex-DEA special agent, targeted by the deep state and turned whistleblower. Now your intelligence officer, repurposed as chaplain, teacher, leader, and truth teller. New mission, restore our fallen republic. Objective, defeat the deep state. Means, expose fake news. Tools, truth, discernment, and free will. Dear deep state Dems, Antifa, BLM, Rhinos, and assorted traitors and enemies, foreign and domestic. Your masks won't silence us. Your shutdowns won't stop us. Your riots don't scare us. You're not as disciplined as the British. You're not as organized as the Nazis. You're not as fierce as the Imperial Japanese. You're not as brutal as ISIS. And we beat them all. You're next. Welcome. I'm Jeff Prather, and this is the Prather Point. And I hope you all enjoyed my Memorial Day tribute. Remember, Memorial Day is Monday. Put out your flags if you fly them upside down as a sign of distress, not disrespect. That is fine. But remember the fallen because they took the ground for you. And now it is my honor and privilege to welcome my friend and fellow patriot to the show, uh, George Webb. Hi, I see you there, George. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you fine, Jeff. Thank you. Um, I just uh, was out looking at some of the buildings around me today, walking in this 95-degree heat. <laughs> so uh, I uh, decided to stop walking because I didn't want to sweat too much on your show. <laughs> Don't worry. It'll evaporate quickly. It's a dry heat like your oven. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. I enjoyed coming down uh, to Tucson so much. I'm back up here in Phoenix now, uh, researching some uh, the aerospace industry around here in Phoenix. But uh, uh, before I fly out, I wanted to do your show because you did such a great show for us this morning uh, on the uh, Mich- uh, Neighborhood News Michigan. So I just want to say thank you for that. Oh, thanks for having me anytime. And I really appreciate what you guys are doing. And thanks for coming by the dojo last night. So if you guys didn't see, I think you posted some of that on your Twitter and you you posted some of my uh, HMAC class and some of my talk on initiation. That was real cool. Thanks. Yeah. You know, Jeff, uh, um, we we are all out there burning shoe leather and uh, burning up in the heat. And uh, so I, I finally get to sit next to a pool. This is the first time I've been next to a pool 
I think, and literally, um, I don't know, since I was a kid, maybe. I can't remember the last time I was at a pool. But uh, uh, I decided to, to not be moving around when talking to you today. But I'm right in the middle of all these aerospace companies. And I went to lunch with all these aerospace guys. I talked to an, a guy on the F-35 uh, Marine version of the fighter uh, last night. Talked to an A-10 Warthog guy here. We went, uh, Enigma Droid took me by the boneyard last night, the huge uh, plane graveyard, heading down your way. Uh, so this is how it's done. You, it, it may be 110, but you got to go out and you know listen to the people and talk to the people. That's where you're going to get the real news. Yeah, well, I used to, I've done some work with uh, the big companies like Raytheon. In fact, I used to have a pass into the bike shop. And the bike shop was the cool place where they actually made cool things. Like in, in DEIA, it's called Toys R Us. Uh, you know, in the Bond movies, it's Q, but everybody has a shop. And I used to get to go into those. And I actually got used to go into Raytheon's. Uh, but it was cool stuff to save soldiers, but it wasn't a, a $14 billion F-37B which nobody's ever going to use or need, but that was real cool. But for the pool, little tip for you is if you really want to be secure, you want to talk to somebody, uh, then you get them in, in the pool in a bathing suit with a tin roof overhead. And that pretty much makes it secure. Just so, just so you know, some of the old mafia dons used to do that too. Cause I, you know, you can't, I was, I was actually thinking about that. If I could do, a, <laughs> do a show from the pool. Well, you're as paranoid as me then. So yeah, yeah, I was club. thinking about doing a show, a show from the pool, but, uh, yeah, you know, I, I had a tip from a, a colleague I used to work with, and she had said Danny Rothschild uh, was running the whole Mossad thing, whole spy ring here in, in Phoenix, and John McCain was the biggest trader of all time, and, you know, the drug business, the mafia, the whole thing. And uh, so I, you know, I know as soon as you say Rothschild, it seems so conspiratorial, but actually a lot of her stuff is, is checking out. So they said that they had enough, spies enough, enough of these ukrainian girls and white russian girls that go into date these executives that they you know the marines have a version of the f-35 the navy has a version and i think the air force has a version the army's the only one they had gotten the plans of all three uh, when they sold it to china for the j-31 and that was supposedly rothschild's operation so we'll see if that's true or not but i've been i've been pounding the pavement this morning getting burning my shoe leather well, that's great. Uh, you know, I guarded McCain back in the day and, uh, you know, we guarded him, but we didn't really like him and he didn't really want to spend much time with us. Didn't care, uh, very much. Um, but I really wanted to have you on because we're both patriots and we're both friends and I wanted everybody to see, you know, what a real investigative journalist looks like who has integrity as opposed to the, I don't know if you saw the little show trailer, but I said web of truth. Uh, and <clears throat> as opposed to a tan bleach talking head that they're just mouthing whatever they're told to, what, what real investigative journalism really looks like. And you have certainly uh, done that and deep dives. And, you know, it's just ridiculous to me that um, even uh, I'm trying to think of the, um, the congressman's name. He's the country boy congressman was talking to Fauci, uh, pretty good guy, but he's just asking obvious questions of, well, do you think the Chinese could lie to you about gain of function? And that's almost as bad as Fox and Newsmax saying, uh, oh, my gosh, it looks like it came from Wuhan. You know, I just had a doctor that wanted to come on the show. And I'm like, yeah, it looks like it came from Wuhan and it got loose from like, I don't think that you're really keeping up with where we're at because 
we, we broke all that a long time ago. You know, you, I, I don't know when we hooked up, but you and I were talking about that um, in the beginning of January of last year or even the fall. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I want to give you the floor to talk about blackberries and rat lines and uh, Dietrich and wherever you want to go. But it's the it's the support set. Uh, legit. So th something they say is in the military is amateurs talk tactics, semi-professionals talk strategy, professionals talk logistics, and that's really what it gets into with uh, rat lines and stroke and stroke's wife and uranium and so uh, wherever you want to go, I'll just give you the floor to to get started on that. But you broke that stuff very early on, right? Yeah, you're right about logistics because that's really the only way you can track this stuff. You can track the people, but they use false names a lot and so forth. But uh, you're right, BlackBerry had a uh, kind of a, a dongle you could put on a truck and follow it all the way around the world. I was just at a company called Spirion here uh, in Phoenix uh, for global GPS logistics. Um, and uh, BlackBerry had their version of it uh, for their enterprise server, which they used. Danny Rothschild used the Blackberries uh, that were encrypted that they got the code from NATO. So, uh, you know, you're not going to, it's military grade encryption. So you're not going to see this stuff like we, we think we're going to. And uh, anyway, we were tracking the drug trade uh, back to China. It goes all the way back to right after World War II, uh, set up by this guy named Hodel, bringing it into Los Angeles. You know, you worked the whole Southern border with all the, you know, laundering everything through El Chapo and before that, even Escobar. Uh, I've talked to a lot of DEA agents. I know a few uh, in South Carolina where I spent a lot of time talking to, to people. It's just a matter of getting out and talking to the real folks that really did it like you. Uh, and I and I got to say, Jeff, you know, you showed me that 30 foot rope last night and I said, where's the other half of the ladder? <laughs> and you're like, no, you got you to gotta climb up this thing. So, I mean. <laughs> Come to Prather's camp if you want to get in shape. Well, the, the Blackberries that you got involved with were alternate uh, communication systems so that they couldn't be tracked, right? And, I, you know, it's a funny thing because I remember when we were issued Blackberries. And I remember because I was a firearms guy and I, um, I teach tactical vehicle operations. I'm like, you can never use these things in a high-speed chase or you can never use them in a gunfight. You'll never hit the little buttons. They were terrible. And I was just remarking of how bad they were uh, for that. But but I think you really revealed that it was an alternate uh, communications device uh, for the deep state and the dark economy, right? Yeah. I mean, when you have to meet a, a ship and you want to make sure it's your guys who are the temporary contractors that unload the ship, uh, you know, you have to have these uh, purchase, uh, you know, like we went to the Carter Page house in San Diego that looked out over San Diego Harbor and... It's, it's like the old days, you know, one if by two, uh, uh, two if by sea. You got to see if the ship's coming. You got to know that's your ship. There's locators and so forth. But you got to make sure your guys get down that hill and meet the ship. Uh, and they're the ones who unload it and, to run these rat lines. And, and uh, yeah, we ran it all the way back to Congress. There's this guy named Omar Awan who had hired uh, Imran Awan. In, uh, and Carter Page was working for him in San Diego. They mainly cluster around these Navy ports, and they're, main, they're mainly Navy, ex-Navy uh, intel. But then once you go inland, that's where you start getting into your area where the Army, you know, and you got the Army being used as test guinea pigs for these vaccines, using people in the VA system for the vaccines, uh, testing.
So that's what we're really all about is, is really going from the full flight of the air all the way from China, all the way to the guy who's just trying to hang on for his life in a VA hospital. He just got jabbed with some new thing. Well, you know, that that's real interesting to me because when I was working, uh, I started out in um, uh, military intelligence, special forces, special operations, uh, psychological operations, got recruited into some special operations intelligence programs inside the Defense Intelligence Agency in uh, clandestine services, human operations. And the Army has by far the the most human intelligence because the Army is it's a land it's a land thing, but I watched it begin to be taken over by the Navy. And when you just said that about the Navy, because of the ports and the corruption, that just kind of clicked with me. Cause a lot of us were looking at this, like why, um, you know, why, why is the Navy uh, taking all of this over? Uh, but that makes a lot of uh, sense uh, as it gets corrupted, because if you're not having good counterintelligence, then, then you're going to get, um, uh, influenced and intercepted and interdicted, just um, just like uh, oh gosh, I, Tony uh, Tony Schaefer worked at DIA. We worked for the same boss. He was in Afghanistan. I was in DC. But you know, but he was commenting on how poor the FBI foreign counterintelligence program uh, was and is. But the other important point for everybody, because we were talking about Team America on your show today, is you know we can do that too. You can go by old time flip phones, you can get your own SIM cards for your group, especially for Team America guys listening or Team County or Team City. And it's better to get them from overseas rather than um, domestically because of the way they get picked up. But but that's the way it, it can be done uh, because they don't intend to ever have fair elections again, unless uh, guys like George continue to do their their great work, but but how do you translate your historical uh, stuff, your McDuff stuff, to what's happening now? Um, t- can yeah. you tie that in? Sure. Uh, you know, McDuff's dad was in the Navy, and he's he's steaming up the Yangtze River. I saw a picture of it with the USS Nashville, and MacArthur's on the flagship. You know, and MacArthur was kind of fighting it out you know, over this opium against these guys, the, the white shoes law firm guys in the CIA, the OSS, to, to get this drug business going. And most people don't know this, but Wuhan was the capital of the whole drug business. And the guy we were supporting was Shanghai Kai-shek, and they made this uh, guy we're, we're focusing in on in this historical studies, this guy named Hodel, who set up all the, you know, basically vaccines in one way to test and then drugs in the other way to sell in America both legal and illegal. Um, and then we trace that into the into uh, Los Angeles. Well, then we fast forward into the George Bush year, setting up the Crips and Bloods in order to keep those rat lines open and pipelines that they were putting in uh, open all the way till now, like you said, where it gets moved, those rat lines get moved to Mena Airport. Uh, and the same thing, drain the oil, put the rat line in next to the pipeline, kids and you know drugs in the other direction coming in to pay for it. So it's just, it's almost like a continuous stream. So the series is called of, of pipelines and rat lines. So that's, I, I wrote the first book in the series and I'm going to just keep writing books in the series until we're done. Um, but that's why I try to tie things to now. A good example of now is this coronavirus, which I believe started as a bioweapon in the MERS 
excuse me, the SARS, MERS, and SARS-2 bioweapons line. The testing was done by the Navy in the 7th Fleet. Um, you may have heard of the Fat Leonard scandal where they were trying to get these ships to stay in ports to intermix and intermingle them with uh, infected prostitutes uh, in order to infect the guys in this ship. So the one, uh, the big ones are the aircraft carriers. They have the 5,000 guys. And we were looking into a death of a, of a Navy pilot who died of H1N1 in 2009. And the person who sponsored the, um, or uh, the person who sponsored the research was uh, the mother of the Navy aviator that died of the H1N1. But we were looking at this guy named Harry Harris, who seems to have a lot of back channels. He was in the Navy Intel, and now he's involved in secretly sending in 300,000 PCR kits behind the president's back. Where are those from? Uh, and secretly ordering PCR kits from Korea when uh, the behind the back of the president in the, in the height of the pandemic. So we so it, it goes all the way from Wuhan back in 1946 to start the drug operations all the way till right now, as soon as you threaten their business, as soon as you threaten their drug business, they hit you with the bioweapon. I mean, that's what it's looking like to me. Uh, so we're tr trying to chase down all those leads and I write books along the way to let people kind of update them with my research. And I realize this is a lot to handle because it's a lot of history, but I find if you look at the history, it really tells you what they're gonna do next. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you had a on Belvoir. You know, I was uh, I was at Belvoir um, when I was in foreign operations group. Um, and there's a kind of a special reason why there are reserve sections in those uh, groups. But I think that kind of uh, with the OSS, which, you know, kind of started with the S with the British SOE and the first uh, joint uh, unit was Canadian and Americans. Uh, I think there were a lot of patriots trying to do a good job. And then when that got disbanded, you got the bureaucrats coming in, you got the professionals. A lot of the other guys went back to their lives and everything. You can just look at Dick Winters, uh, you know, the, the famous 101 uh, leader of heroes. And they brought him back for Korea and he quit because it was a joke by then. He w they wanted him to train the new troops. It's like, I'm, you guys just want to fool around. I think that's, I think there's a good corollary there between the OSS and the CIA course you know out of oss comes special forces and cia special forces are fabulous for the most part although uh, i'm trying to think of his name tom cruise played him in the movie uh the pilot um for the cartels barry seal yeah. barry seal a lot of people don't know that barry seal had served in special forces and special forces gets chopped often to uh cia although now they you see a lot of uh, sad guys, special activities of guys, a lot of SEALs, you know, 13 hours, Benghazi, uh, Ty Woods, you know, very famous. But what about the, um, well, first of all, uh, the rat line term really comes from like the, from the World War II Nazi Germany, where you're getting Holocaust uh, and Jewish out guy from underground, underground railroad systems, right? Because I don't know if everybody, no, that's, that's the way you're referring to it, right? Look, I lost you. Lost your sound. Oh, Can't hear you. There yeah, you go. I can, in that same vein, the, the Nazis also had rat lines to escape. Uh, so um, so there, there's like the rat lines were uh, through uh, the Vatican getting uh, getting passports from the uh, Malti, Malta, the island of Malta, getting uh, these different uh, bishop bishoprics 
and so forth in South America, Central America. And then when the coast was clear in like early 60s, they started bringing them in through the port of New Orleans. Uh, but all through the way, and this is where McDuff's story is, he's in counterintelligence trying to keep these Nazis, these paperclip Nazis from coming in to our national uh, infrastructure, as well as probably Russians and, and uh, Ukrainians and, and all of them. So uh, so that's what we're looking at with the original rat line term. But wherever there are those kind of Nazi rat lines with the one direction and, and they're always going for the oil wherever it is or the uranium uh, is where you, you end up with pipelines. So you can almost work your way backwards and look where the Nazi pipelines are and then kind of say, okay, well, where are the green zones and who's protecting the green zones? It's Blackwater. And I, I agree with you, Jeff. Um, you know, Fort Belvoir, there's a lot of great, great patriots there. And we just looked at a very small part of INSCOM, Intelligence Command, Task Force Orange. Uh, and these things are very compartmentalized. So you don't want to ever swing a broad brush because for every, you know, there's always SEAL Team 6, but there could be a lot of different teams and you only need one to be go bad. So that's that's what we do is try to be very, very careful and only, you know, put shine the spotlight on people who are, are not doing the right thing. Because Harry Harris, you don't bring in 300,000 PCR kits, not FDA approved, behind the president's back during the height of a pandemic. That is treasonous activity. So we only point the light at somebody who's doing something that's not right. And I think that the, the most important thing is it's not this broad brush where you can say uh, everybody, although the system has really, you know, I would say, uh, the, the CIA just needs to go away. It's so corrupted. Now the FBI, you know, needs to go away. I'm going to be on a show with Ed Morales soon about that, but it's been so corrupted uh, that it just doesn't uh, fit anymore. But that, that also ties into the, I'd say the rat lines go with the uh, underwater submarine pens, like uh, with Lieber and not Lieber uh, with um, uh, the guy, I'm getting old. The, the guy murdered in jail, the, um, in, um, with Epstein, you mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is and Biden having the island next to? Uh, yeah, I, I went to all these places. So I went to Water Island, where the Bidens had a place. Uh, Joe Biden's brother Jim Biden had a place at the top of the hill, so you could see them coming. Ghislaine Maxwell had the Terramar little submarine. I, I actually stayed. Our our ship was directly above the old submarine bullpen there on St. John's. You know, we could see little St. James from where we were. Uh, I went out in the water and that bull shark, a big six, seven foot bull shark comes up behind me. I mean, it, the whole thing. I mean, I went to see it for myself, the line of sight, like you talk about. So, I mean, it was all a military operation. And, you know, you talk a lot about the laptops and how, hey, how are you involved in all these people in pipelines and uranium in Kazakhstan just broke? That story just broke. How are you involved in all these things that were Warren Buffett's buying up uranium and Warren Buffett's buying up these pipeline routes? How is that all on your laptop? So uh, pictures just came out of Biden uh, with the Kazakhstan uranium meetings. Uh, and Jeff, you've been on top of this big time uh, with the Biden laptops and the Biden Blackberries. Well, what? so, but I believe you've broken stories how Stroke was tied in with uranium through Ohio and now Stroke's wife uh, has just been reappointed. And, you know, 
folks should realize that's just like if you watch an old movie where the king gives his daughter to the to the other uh, kingdom for alliances. That's the same thing that's been going on. Just like it's not clones, it's doubles. Uh, they're, they're continuing to do that. But I just had a comment here on YouTube that like prosecute. So who would you, you know, when you say prosecute, it's like saying free elections, who's going to do the prosecution? It's, but the, I think the real question is, you know, uh, rat lines and submarine pens and tunnels, because I've worked a half a dozen tunnels uh, in Nogales, work both ways. So what happens if the tunnel collapses? You know, what happens, uh, you know, the next election, I'm sure that like I warned January 6th guys, hey, this is probably going to be a false flag. So they had a curfew and then they had the guy pull the fire alarm. The, the Patriots went outside the hotel room. They locked him out. They locked him out of the hotel. I couldn't get back in. So they go to jail. Well, they're going to do that again. But who's pulling the fire alarm and who pulls it first? What's the proactive plan for that? And I think that's where the Blackberries, uh, the tunnels, the pipelines, the rat lines can all begin to tie in with Team America working behind the scenes uh, as well. You know, I've been doing competitive intelligence, corporate security since 2014, which is not business intelligence. It's not physical security, really. It's, uh, it is uh, corporate counter espionage. My primary focus is corporate counter espionage and counter sabotage. And really that has to be begin to be applied to state and city governments because the FBI sure ain't going to help. And I think that's where you and I can, can provide uh, a legitimate service. And I've been doing that somewhat with Arizona and Georgia and I'm getting more requests all the time uh, to do besides the, the stealth companies I work with. Well, Jeff, I couldn't think of anybody else who, if I needed a health report, you know, sort of a cyber readiness health report, who I would hire other than you. Uh, I would also do you hire you for the physical security as well. <laughs> That's what I saw last night, that team you had. And I was really the acrobatics and the whole thing and how to roll and shoot and all that. It was really amazing. But uh, I'm also uh, very interested in your schools and your camps for, for the youth, kids, and, and all that. I mean, there's just so much that you have. I just want to do a show once a week with you just to keep up with what you're doing. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just I think you're just doing so many great things. You, I know you issued those warnings. I was there on January 6th. I was showing everybody the thing. Prather says it should be like this. Prather says it shouldn't be like that. These guys are doing the wrong thing. That doesn't look right. Uh, but we just didn't get the, the word out quick enough. Uh, but uh, it was a slaughter pen. Uh, it was a setup. It was fourth psychops, like just like you said it was going to be. And, uh, you know, I said, this guy knows what he's talking about. He knows Fort Bragg is JSOC. He knows Fort Belvoir is INSCOM. He knows what fourth psychops is. He knows what Smith Munn is. He's not, he's not a, a wannabe. He's telling you the truth, but I, we just didn't have enough time to get the message out, Jeff. And uh, I just hope this commission gets shut down and, uh, you know, they don't go forward with this January uh, 6th commission, but we'll see. Well, that, that'll be interesting because, you know, at some point then they'd have to release some tapes. Although, you know, they've released tape. You can look at tapes with Biden and Obama groping kids and uh, they get away with it. But again, I think 
where I think we are on the cutting edge of uh, corporate and small government security and counter intelligence and counter sabotage, counter espionage, because I've been doing that and I'm, my results are very good. Uh, the, the companies that, that I have done that with and I'm doing that with, but I think government is going to have to start to do that uh, more. And, you know, you have a great team. They're, they're patriots. You know your stuff. But, you know, that's what Team America, I'm trying to teach and mentor Teach America to that. Not, not that there's anything wrong with going through the, uh, the political process. We should. Trump tried to go through the political process. He believed in the institutions. But the institutions have been become so corrupted. You know, all you got to do is look at SCOTUS didn't take the, the cases of the century. The FBI refuses to investigate the cases of the century. So that then falls to us. And we're seeing people do that. We're seeing you are a first class uh, investigative journalist. Uh, but the other part of that is going to be, uh, since they're never going to let free elections, since they're going to do something else, then how do we proactively um, counter that? And the, the example I'm just using generally is, well, you know, who pulls the fire alarm first? Who locks who out? Who's proactive? Who's re reactive? And I, I'm kind of surprising you with that. But um, you've got a really broad vision, uh, broader than mine, I think, than what has gone on. And a lot of people will say, well, what is the military going to do something? And they talk like the military is an individual personality. And it's not. The military is a chain of command and the squad leader is going to follow the platoon sergeant. The platoon sergeant is going to follow the platoon leader. The platoon leader is going to follow the company commander. And that goes up to the commander in chief who is totally corrupted. So it falls to us to do, do other uh, outside the box proactive things. And I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. And of course we don't want to say too much because we're on YouTube and everything. Uh, but you know, team America is starting to figure out how to communicate on other, other venues, but any, any thoughts on that? Oops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, first thing is whistleblowers um, and you have been, a protector of so many whistleblowers and I work with a, a gal who is deceased now but she really felt like there was there was these folks in the in the infrastructure who saw wrong and knew they couldn't go up the chain of command like you described and the only way they could do it is get it out to us and we're we're like not shrinking I mean we're going we're, if you give us something we're gonna take it right to the news and that way we can not only predict them uh, what they're going to do but we also can break down these false narratives like the january 6th false narrative you've done a great job of that already uh but i i think this uh these two doctors that were just shot in springfield um these two military doctors i think they were whistleblowers they were going to give up some information mcdaniel's uh, uh, husband and wife shot in their front yard getting ready for uh, memorial day uh, right in broad daylight and, and being involved in a military vaccination program. We were working that. I was working that with my old partner named Task Force. And Fort Belvoir was where they were doing the testing. Now, where they rolled out the, um, you know, developed the stuff is Fort Detrick. But then when they actually roll it out to do testing, INSCOM manages that. And they were doing six or seven different U.S. Army forts. And they were just putting unknown on the guy's vax chart and having him come back, you know, time and time again saying, Oh, you, we'd have lost your records. 
So we actually had one of these vets come down. Uh, Chris, uh, the IP hunter, came down, and he showed me his vax chart. He showed me where he'd gotten jabbed eight or nine times, and they kept saying they lost his records. And he was, you know, I mean, that's how they do these programs. And, and so I think we just need to keep bringing these people forward. It's very difficult for these people because they're afraid they're going to ruin their careers. They're afraid for their families. They're, you know, so uh, I, I work incognito with people. If people want to say they're deep whatever, deep meaning an informant, I'll bring your story. Uh, with Task Force, she didn't want to go on camera, so I filmed her hands. Uh, but we, if we get these stories out, Jeff, um, I think we're going to have a really good chance because the patriots in these places realize that this is the truth, that they are doing illegal uh, vaccination programs. They are playing a virus vaccine game when they're rolling these things out. Nana Faradin's been out at least 10 years. If they didn't just come up with it overnight at Fort Belvoir, um, there is potentially a Nana Faradin uh, in, a, in these vaping products that are being brought in. The, the marijuana potentially has been laced with these things to test. We have the illegal cigarettes that we're looking at and the breakout with Redfield at the forts in August of 2019. So there's a lot of stories that we're working on to try to blow the whistle. Um, and like I said, working directly with the, uh, the, the mothers that have lost kids. So, um, uh, you know, you, you, your network of people, Team America, is my kind of people. And I want to work with you in every possible way I can to support them, to keep them safe. Uh, but yet still tell the truth and still not let this thing go south. Yeah. So how, how can people watch you and get a hold of you and watch your stuff? Uh, can, there you go. I'm real George Webb one, uh, the number uh, one real George Webb one on Twitter. And I'm uh, uh, neighborhood news. Michigan is our channel. Uh, we're on every day at noon, uh, Eastern Standard Time. I'm heading back to uh, Cleveland tonight, where I was born. Uh, so it's been a long nine months on the road, Jeff. Uh, but I said the last thing I wanted to do on my nine-month tour uh, with all these election frauds and everything, I wanted to you know, tip my hat here to the folks here doing the election uh, stuff here. But we did Michigan. We did Ohio. We did uh, Florida. We did Georgia. We did Louisiana. Uh, and then we did California. Chris Hunter was involved there with the elections there. Now this is the last stop here in Arizona. And to top it off, to meet Jeff Prather, which is one of the highlights of uh, my journalistic <laughs> career. So. My so you're from Cleveland. I'm from Cincinnati. Yeah, I went to school at Miami of Ohio, so we probably crossed oh, paths. Although probably. I think looking yeah. at your abs last night when you pulled the when you did the fast pull of the weapon, you're probably <laughs> about ten years younger than me with those abs. I don't know about that. I'm real broken. Uh, I probably have the 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 record for the most scars. Uh, but um, but that was that was fun. So what um, what what do you uh, say about speaking of Ohio and stroke? Do you want to talk any about the the uranium stuff there? Uh, sure. And stroke being behind that because the 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 propaganda press all they do is show stroke uh, sneering at the camera uh, in front of Congress and then nothing happens, but that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? Yeah, there's a journalist I'm working with in Cleveland. Uh, his name's Harry the Greek. He did a story about Struck's uh, uh, called the European Adoption Agency, where they brought in I think over seventy five or eighty 
it's, it's there's more cases than that in the Longoria case, but they brought in all these kids to use them in compromise operations in state government uh, with uh, the uh, 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 in the uranium business, Patel Memorial Institute there. It's also DOD, um, DISC, where defense information uh, uh, industry uh, security clearances, the disc there. Um, so we're working with the DOD information center there. Struck was uh, also compromising using that as a base of, of uh, Lisa Page's father was at Los Alamos and he was working uh, the technical uh, recruiting market to bring these Iranian guys into our biological and also our uh, nuclear facilities, our national laboratories. And the key guy at Fort Detrick was Sina Bavari, where they let the door open in August of 2019. So we're really working in this from the classified and top secret uh, and above top secret Q, Q level clearance, Department of Energy Q level, level clearance. So we're chasing it from that angle um, uh, with the uranium. Uh, we just did a story on Howard Hughes getting uh, Bob Mayhew of OSS turned CIA, trying to steal the drill bit from Howard Hughes. George Bush and Dresser Industries trying to steal the uh, drill bit because they not only use that diamond drill bit for oil, they also use it for uranium. So uh, it's a fun story. It's fun to follow if you just want to do, you know, like Dan Brown or, um, you know, Tom Clancy type uh, entertainment. The only difference between us and them is it's true. Uh, and it's to save the country and not just to entertain ourselves because this stuff really is happening. Um, and the uranium really is being stolen. And I, I, I can only tell you that if you follow our story, you'll see all the uh, documentation to go with it, to back it up. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of INSCOM, you know, General Boykin, uh, chaplain and also former commander of Delta and a uh, friend of mine, you know, he wrote a great book recently. Uh, somebody gave it to me. It's kind of, it's kind of like a Clancy, except it's for real. Cause you know, he did that stuff for real, but back in the day he would go on Sunday into church in his class A's and say, we'll win this because our God's not their God. Our God's greater than our God. And Army CID, Criminal Investigative Division, came and read him his rights. Of course, being a Delta commander, he wasn't too intimidated. It didn't go anywhere. Uh, but you know, there there are guy there are still white hats inside there. He's long since retired, but still around in SCOM and other special operations intelligence. But they're really getting few and far between. I talked to uh 1811s. And now the marshal service, and how you can tell is by actions, because the marshals uh, saw group, uh, special operations group out there in Portland, you know, getting shit thrown at them and, you know, firebombs and everything. They're, they're starting to get uh, corrupted as well. But the, the following the pipelines and the rat lines uh, and the tunnels is a great way to be able to, once you follow those things, then you can cut those. Just like the deep state is now cutting, uh, they cut the bridge, they cut the uh, the power, uh, Akamai is deeply inside CISA with the election machines, but they can be cut too. Uh, I remember some cell phone tower bolts being loosened under the Obama administration. Not that I knew who did it or anything about it and certainly didn't do it, but that was real interesting to me because there was no terrorism. There's no terror to it, you know, but the bolts being loosened was saying, Hey, we can, we can take these down if you keep doing what you're doing. Um, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll throw in on the Akamai thing. Uh, I worked with Akamai quite a bit in my tech jobs. I, I'm a hardware tech software guy turned uh, investigative journalist. And uh, the guy on the plane uh, from Boston uh, was uh, supposedly a whistleblower into P-TECH, which was the Pakistani uh, intelligence organization started in Israel. It was supposed to be Mossad's kind of backdoor into the financial networks and cutting into uh, these lifelines, like you're saying. Uh, so I, I just want to second your uh, your uh, Akamai thing, uh, that it, that was a security hole. And Jeff, I'm in the shade. I made sure I was in the shade. And I'm getting all kinds of I'm it, heat warnings here. <laughs> so <laughs> On I, your phone? My, my phone's shutting down and the audio's going first, but I think it's going to go completely off here. So I, I better sign off, but it's I never thought I'd ever have a heat warning uh, in May, but there you go. Okay, well, say one more time how people can get a hold of you and reach out to you. Yeah, uh, one more time is uh, I got a lot of fans here, as you can hear. Uh, it's Real George Web One, uh, Real George Web One, and uh, then uh, Neighborhood News Michigan. So thank you, Jeff Prather. It was great meeting you, and uh, I'll sign off here before my phone melts. Okay, all right, go throw some water on your head. Thanks, Thanks for, for everything thanks you do, sir. Thank you All for right. everything you do. Okay. You too. Okay. So, um, yeah, I've actually been my, I've been out where it's so hot that my G shock, uh, shut down, but I just don't think he, he was used to the, uh, to the Arizona heat there, but that's what a real investigative journalist looks like with integrity who really follows, uh, stories no matter where they lead, because you don't see any of that, uh, today in the talking heads, which mindlessly repeat. If you're on, if you go to Patreon, you know, I didn't say, but you know, I'm still on YouTube. So like, share and subscribe. I'm about at 72,000, but I've been at about 72,000 for quite some time. So I don't believe their numbers, but go to, also go to jeffreyprather.com and <laughs> sign up for my free newsletter and it'll come to you. And also join Team America there, but give it some time because we're a small operation and we got to put that under, out under a different email um, so it's more secure. Nothing is secure, but it is more secure. And then start to link up. So all Team America, uh, all the 50 states, although there's one guy in like D.C., sorry, you're going to have to link up with VA, Virginia. Um, that's how deep state it is or how intimidated it is. But I'm watching the, uh, the email where team America, various States, cities, counties are linking up, getting to vigor, getting together, vetting each other, figuring each other out. So, so go back to vet, verify and evaluate my podcast, which is at jeffreyprather.com for an example of how to do that. Go on Patreon and sign up. I'm getting all these requests uh, from individual groups to mentor them, and I can't mentor everybody individually. I teach martial arts, and I have senior students and beginner students. I have, you know, six-year-old girls a student, uh, and uh, like George came and watched my uh, handgun class uh, the other night. But then on Patreon, there are people who can't train with me uh, that. I am mentoring through exercises on Patreon. Like uh, a simple one is a while back, I showed a clip there of 
this Vietnam vet and he drives into Portland crowd and they're rocking him and shit and throwing shit at him and everything. And he finally uh, draws his gun and then the police come and arrest him. Uh, and uh, you know, the little lesson there was, did he understand the kind of warfare he was in fifth generation warfare, Vietnam vet? No, he didn't. Was that a um, uh, reaction appropriate? And was a reaction appropriate? Why are you driving into uh, an ambush zone anyway? And so I'm also showing counters to that on Patreon and in person. And of course, got to be careful uh, because I've got to always say I'm not going to advocate anything immoral, unethical, or illegal, or violent. Um, but there are ways to counter this. Like with George talking about the rat lines, the tunnels, uh, the pipelines, uh, what happens if those get compromised? What happens if those get interdicted? So right now the deep state uh, cut off the uh, bridge traffic. Somebody cut through it. That's on my Patreon. They cut off the river traffic underneath it. They blocked the Suez Canal a while back. Uh, they're shutting down. Uh, there's 40 to 50 container ships backed up. Uh, they're shutting down microchips for farm equipment. Uh, the Chinese seeds, they're interdicting the supply lines. But what happens if their supply lines are interdicted into their deep state headquarters, D.C., into the metrosexual uh, L.A. and New York, where refugees are fleeing daily? Anyway, what happens there? So that's kind of what I want to talk about uh, with the rest of the show is uh, – you, are, I, I welcome more support and I welcome you to join Team America. But, you know, like I've said, read Prairie Fire uh, by a former Green Beret about what's happening with the election. And you have to do your homework. So when I was in Tulsa, I was leaving. And uh, on the final day, a guy comes up and goes, hey, what's the you know, what's the answer? What's the, is there a militia? I'm like, no, of course we're not a militia because no, militia is a dirty word. It shouldn't be a dirty word. But when you get the Team America email, the first thing it says is not militia. <laughs> Why? So that you're not going to end up like the Wolverines in uh, Michigan where there are two FBI agents and three FBI informants. And are like, yeah, let's kidnap the governor. It's just a setup. So uh, it is patriots relying on each other and God and not on toxic corrupt government, just like we didn't rely uh, on Britain and we're not going to rely on D.C. But we have to begin to understand that what I do for stealth companies, which is counter corporate espionage and counter corporate sabotage, can also be done for city and state governments. Why? because the federal government is not going to help. They're going to hurt. The FBI is going to set you up. The CIA is going to set you up. So for example, a couple of years back, I think I've talked about this before. Um, a guy uh, from Arizona government contacted me. Uh, can't think of his name right now. Uh, and he wanted me, and I'm like, yeah, sure. I do consulting. Yeah. Here's my rates. And then he wanted me to report to, uh, to the Lao Rapaki guy. I'm like, the Rao, Rao, I know him. He's not for real. I'm not going to report to him uh, to give him legitimacy. And I worked with other people uh, then parallel um, uh, points of contact so that they were insulated and independent from each other. So that's what needs to happen. So, but that you got to do your homework. Like, 
like um, George does his homework. He does deep dives. So uh, if you're going to follow me, then you need to look at the past podcasts. You need to get on Patreon at the highest level you can afford uh, and go back and de delve into all the previous posts. Then from there, when the newsletters come out, read them carefully and thoroughly. When you get the Team America uh, email, it has a lot of detailed recommendations. Nobody trains with me and goes, well, that was kind of superficial. Everybody says, hey, it's like drinking from a fire hose. I have students who have taken box. They have boxes of notebooks. There's plenty of work to do, but you've got to do your homework. There's no easy answers. It's not an instant hamburger solution to take back our republic. We didn't lose it overnight. We're not going to restore it overnight. O uh, Obama came in 2009. That's a decade ago. The Unrestricted Warfare Chinese Report came out in 1999. That's two decades ago. Uh, George has taken it back even further. But what happens is these are called shadow governments or double governments. Uh, and it's, and you get to see the propaganda press and the congressional. There's shows. There's just like big time wrestling. It's just like a football game. It's a, just a show. That's not really what's going on. Uh, you've got to delve behind that. But when you start following everybody back and you see the connections, like you follow Georgia's stuff in Ohio, you'll see lots of, of deep dives then. Then when you join your Team America element in Ohio, for example, then you can decide, okay, here's our mission. Here's We're going to triage our priorities for our area. For example, uh, Team Arizona, Team Maricopa, Team Phoenix, it's support the audit. And so what does that mean? Well, some of the guys are auditors. Uh, some of the guys, not really so much protesters for Team America. That's great, but that's really not what I'm doing. I'm doing more stuff behind the scene. What that really means is, like I talked about the other day, is Cinema is a Democrat, but she's supporting us, so protect her. The judges that are, that are going to, um, th that are allowing that audit to happen, protect, uh, protect them. Uh, what's that mean? That means get out there, get eyes on, get on, eyes on surveillance. Uh, because what happened at the elections is all the uh, key battleground states shut down at the same time uh, they won't let the Republican auditors in. Well, what happens uh, if you surround the bad guys? What happens if the lights, if if somebody else pulls the fire alarm uh, ahead of time? What happens if those ways are blocked? That's what you've got to figure out in your areas of operation and how you can do that. So we're not going to uh, extort anybody. We're not going to harm children. We're not going to do all of that. Um, so we've got to figure out what we can do proactively about that. That's why early on I, I connected some people, some key players behind the scenes from the Arizona audit with the Georgia audit, because they had figured out a lot of uh, good protocol. So Aaron on George's show, I guessed it on George's show. So George came to the dojo and, and handgun class last night at Warrior School. And then I guessed it on his show this morning and he posted some, some clips from my class on Twitter. Uh, and then I just had him on. And so that's how we're working together. So if you look at my intelligence analysis, uh, George's background of areas, uh, 
via states. He was talking about California. He was talking about Louisiana. Um, there's plenty to do. You take all that intelligence information, analyzed information, and you see what is crucial to your area. So, you know, and, you know, there's people talking about Freemasonry and is a knife dangerous. And so they're not even focused on what I'm talking about. And you're going to, you're going to uh, lose a lot of people. Uh, there's, there's a lot of talkers. There's a lot of people who can't uh, focus, who won't discipline. There's a group foreman with a, I'm not going to say which state, but he's former military. I talked to him. He's like, Hey, I've emailed y'all. Here's the meeting. We're going to meet in place. If I haven't heard you from you back in 48 hours, you're off the roster. No hard feelings, but you're just not serious. And that's exactly right. And so you're going to narrow it down to a small group, but a small group can do uh, amazing things. All you got to do is look at the uh, American revolution. That's, that's very important. So if you, if you're following George's stuff, apply it to your state. Okay. If you're on team America in a state, then get together and triage your priorities. Like I said, in Arizona, Maricopa, Phoenix, the priority is the audit. In Nogales, uh, in Sierra Vista, the priority is probably border security uh, and figure out how that works. Uh, can you join your team if you have a full-time job? Yeah, sure. That's the problem is, you know, all these uh, Blantifa types and welfare types uh, are getting government uh, stipends and they don't have to do anything, but we've got jobs and we have to work. I have, I, again, I, I have full-time work uh, with uh, stealth companies that I do and I got more work than I can handle. Uh, but you want multiple legs of income and I'm, I'm mentoring some people into that uh, as well. So hopefully you're understanding how this can work. I just sent an email to today to somebody uh, in a um, state uh, that I won't mention uh, that um, was looking for mentoring. I'm like, okay, well, if you want a mentoring, fine, but you got to do your homework. You got to look at all my old stuff. I can't keep repeating myself. So if you saw the HMAC class like last night that uh, George put up on his show, you'll saw, I, you'll see the black shirts. Those are my experienced students. They've been training with me for years. They've got handgun skills. They've got long gun skills. They've got tactical vehicle operation skills. A lot of them have been through my dignitary protection class. Some of it were my armed guards and have done um, dignitary protection. Th those guys, and you'll see those guys uh, start showing up on Team Arizona, Team America, Arizona. So you'll get a better handle. There's guys on here today that just went through the initiation cycle. There, there's one right there uh, talking uh, that just showed up right there, Ed. So you can get with these guys and say, here's what he means. Here's what he's teaching. One of the great things that uh, George said was he really recognized the importance of spiritual and emotional maturity through initiation training. Um, so uh, that's really good. I teach across the board, a whole bunch of stuff and it's in depth and you may not be able to come and train with me in the fall. I'm thinking about doing a team America seminar, especially for team leaders uh, on crucial areas, but you've got to do the hard work. Uh, you've got to do the hard work for your area. So when I was a intelligence officer for um, 
Special Forces when I was the S2 for 2nd Battalion, 7th Special Forces Group. We're going to go to a country. First thing is pull out the pull out the country study books and look at the history of the country. Look at the terrain of the country. Figure out uh, what's going on uh, there. That's why uh, ODA 555 and 525 were so successful. They understood the terrain. You can watch that in 12 Strong where they're initially when they're vying for the first team to go in, they're talking about the history. They're talking about the weather because you got a special weather officer, a SWO. Uh, and he goes, well, you've got a month. He goes, no, you got two weeks before the snows are coming in your cutoff. And so he understood the team leader, Miller, uh, and you can look up Company of um, Heroes, I think is the uh, documentary with the real uh, Chris Miller and the real warrant on there to understand the terrain of where you are working, not just the physical terrain, but the human terrain. And then figure out what your priorities are for your team. And that also depends upon your skills. I had somebody stop in the other day to see me. I had a uh, uh, thoracic cardiac surgeon come in. I'm like, well, you could help set up. I did a lot of medical readiness training exercises, med readies throughout Honduras when I was doing um, uh, FID, Foreign Internal Development which is the peacetime mission of special forces, pulling teeth, got to pull teeth and stuff. So we could set that up. He's like, yeah, I think we, we should set that up. So I'm working with, I have lots of doctors uh, that have trained with me for a long time. So we're going to have a, uh, we're just starting to talk about putting together a team America uh, medical section. Why? Well, because obviously uh, the health uh, system in America is being totally corrupted. All the COVID nonsense, the COVID articles, uh, you know, the science is gone. So we're talking about uh, concierge medicine. So that's a real good example uh, of that. Um, I have ladies in my firearms class uh, that are work learning to use a pistol. Uh, if you're in a state where you can't use a pistol, well, what about a slingshot? What about a nail gun like uh, Denzel Washington in the equalizer? Um, can you own a slingshot? Can you own a nail gun? But if you're just going to be sitting there passive, waiting for someone to do it for you, it's never going to get done. You're going to get the country you deserve and the government you tolerate. And so I get things from ladies like, I don't have any skills. Of course you do. You have great skills. Everybody does. I had somebody stop by and like, well, I'm not trained. I'm like, well, that's perfect. So here's another um uh, movie to watch that's out right now is The Courier. It's out right now. It's really good. True story. Watch it. The Courier. And he's like, well, I don't have training. I'm like, that's the point because we can look and see when somebody has training, when they're doing SDR, surveillance detection routes, when they're looking in the window to see who's behind them, when they're looking at their watch to see who's behind them. So uh, the fact that you aren't trained is much better sometimes. So it's a real good uh, movie as well. Coming up on Memorial Day for The Fallen, Another great movie to watch uh, is Taking Chance with Kevin Bacon, but bring your handkerchiefs. Uh, a classic about uh, veterans uh, is The Best Years of Our Lives. Can't miss uh, that one um, at all. Uh, there's an old uh, old guard movie with James Caan and um, James Earl jo Jones, real good. Gardens of Stone, but again, you know, bring your handkerchiefs because you're not going to see a lot of good movies coming out because Hollywood is done. Disney is done. It's all corrupted. But hopefully you're understanding the detail that you're going to have to do your homework, do the hard work, 
form your teams, triage your missions, and then you're going to have to start working. So somebody just also said, uh, I just put up a, you know, a one-time pad in the jeffreyprather.com shop. And I'm like, hey, this turned into a merchandise. I'm like, hardly. There's only a couple of things there. And they're very carefully picked. There's nothing there by accident. Um, so think before you talk. You got two eyes and two ears and one mouth. And there's a reason for that. Listen closely. Do your homework. Get on your teams. Form up. And then when you are stuck, then... I will help, but nobody is going to do this for you. I can't do it for you everywhere. Nobody can. You have to do it. You have to get together and do it. That's what link up, neighbor up, train up, and team up, and then show up is. And this is going someplace. I'm going someplace. Uh, I'm in route. If you want to come, great. If you don't, great. That's fine too, but the hall, the the herd will be culled. So hopefully, uh, that makes sense. But I will tell you that uh, all Team America states have gone out. Now, if you just joined last week, we haven't had probably had a time to get to you. But but all Team America states went out a while back, and they're start, starting to sort themselves out, figure things out. Uh, changing emails, looking for different types of security. And I'm giving more tools as we go along. One of them is in the shop. Well, two of them is in the shop, the Faraday bags and the one-time pen. I will give more tools as you start to figure things out. Okay, but if you don't jump in there and do your part, then that's on you. Uh, you know, there are there are Oregon counties that are trying to leave Oregon and go to Idaho. That's real interesting because the feral cities uh, and are shrinking and the feral states are shrinking. So for Idaho and Oregon, Team America, Idaho and Oregon, is that a mission? I don't know. I'm not on the ground, but maybe. Uh, and am I talking to some people there? Yeah. So look at that stuff uh, closely and figure out what you're doing. If you haven't been contacted, then um, start uh, I said in the email, I say leaders will emerge. If you can't, somebody's like, well, I'm, we haven't got a leader yet. I'm like, yeah, we have you because you're jumping in. Uh, it's just like if you've seen Black Hawk Down or you've read the book where Gordon Sugar, the two Delta operators, uh, asked three times for permission to go to their certain death uh, to save Michael Durant. Uh, and they get down there and he goes, where's the rescue team? He says, we're it. I say that all the time. We're it. The Only the ones showing up is it. But that's okay. I'd rather be with committed guys and gals a few than a lot of talkers. And most are talkers. Okay. So hopefully that makes sense. And Patreon uh, old timers and Team America old timers, mentor the new folks and help them. You're having some great discussions on there. I can't answer them all, but I'm looking at them. I look at almost all of it. Uh, and uh, begin to teach. So, um, yeah, the, they never want normal to come back. They're not going to let that happen. If you think they're just going to let the normal come back, that is not uh, happening at all. So get proactive and get involved. We will win, but we are not always winning. And winning is demanding, difficult, and always expensive. 
No plan survives first contact. Plans are useless. Planning is invaluable. Our ranks grow daily, as does our resolve. Tyrants always fail. Tyranny inevitably fails. Fear is natural, but it is a reaction. Courage is a decision. I will never surrender. I am always hopeful, but my analysis is and will remain ruthlessly truthful. Intelligence prepares the battlefield, nothing more. The battle is joined. The herd will be called. Don't be in the call. Nobody is coming. We are our own QR up, F. Neighbor up, team up, train up. Keep your trusted circle tight. Find constitutional patriotic vets with UW, LIC, asymmetrical warfare backgrounds, and join Team America. We stand together alone. God has a plan. Us have a blessed, sacred, and solemn Memorial Day. God bless.